Welcome to episode nine of Live from the 815 Podcast, the home of the hottest takes from the hottest dudes on all hot major sports news. I am your co-host, Colton St. Vincent. And I'm your other co-host, Jake LaRue. The Crosstown Cup is officially underway in Chicago. We got some new Kyrie Irving news, and we got the latest. And then we got our signature, famous, some would say. Award winning. Award, yeah, well, you know. Our own awards winning MySpace Top 8 segment on childhood crushes. So you don't want to miss that. You sure don't. So let's Nobody start. Nobody wants let's, let's start. Ready? Start. Ready? Same time. Go. Start. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my Live from the 815 Podcast presented by Backup Quarterback. So yeah, so uh, welcome back everyone, episode 9, live from the 815 podcast, like Jake said, and like I said, a um, little uh, new intro, but we have some serious sports topics to give our hot, 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 hot takes on from the weekend. Yeah, it's an exciting time for Chicago baseball fans with us in the Crosstown Cup going on. The Cubs are coming in. They were they won eight of their f- first nine games after the break, and the White Sox had lost nine straight coming in. <laughs> that is nine <laughs> of nine for those of you. Nine losses, nine down, zero up mm, for the White yes. Sox going into the series, and the Sox actually come out with a win, three to one. Uh, Miguel Gonzalez was starting versus Kyle Hendricks, who was in his first start back after getting injured. And uh, they both looked pretty good. Hendricks looked pretty good for coming back from an injury. And Miguel Gonzalez threw um, just a masterful game. Gave up one run in the second inning on a Hendricks weak dribbler up right at the mound. He's a two-way player. (laughs) A lot of people say that. You know, maybe Kyle Hendricks will be a DH someday. Yeah, who, who would be a better American League DH, Kyle Hendricks or Kyle Schwarber? The Battle of the Kyles. We'll never rest until one of them retires. Or, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever ever thought about this. So, you're getting hot takes here, like hot, we said hot, at the hot, intro. Hot. hot takes. But, um, yeah, the White Sox actually beat the Cubs, which puts the Cubs at 8-2 and two since the All-Star break on fire, you could say. And I said they would win 10 in a row. I was wrong. I'm an idiot. I, uh... I apologize to all of our fans. We lost for being all on. of our credibility that we built up through all of our hardworking podcasts. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I hope you learn to forgive me. Um, the Cubs are looking good on the back of their pitching they, with their rotation with that Lester, Quintana, Arietta, Hendricks, and then there's Insert an open spot there. Yeah. I mean, they technically got the mask or lackey. Well, actually, Jake, um, you were there. Uh, I pitched in high school once. So. Oh, I hear the Cubs are looking for a starter. I hear they're actually talking to Justin Verlander, but if that falls through, <laughs> I think you're on the short list. I, yeah, I'm what you call a plan B, like, you know, and like pitching and dating, and like I'm always a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone <clears throat> just keeps on the back burner. It's good uh, to have you. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> 
<laughs> we were talking about the Cubs starting. Sure, pitching. sure, yeah, I'm not crying. <laughs> it looks good. Um, yeah, and I think that's scary in the playoffs to have four quality starters. We'll see how Hendricks looks, though. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. Hendricks is our four. He led the he led the MLB in, in ERA last year, so that's a solid four to have going into a a playoff run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, also Arietta could fall apart at any moment too, so that's a little worrying. But Lester and Quintana just consistency is what they bring. Yeah, and I am appreciative of it. I think the bats are gonna slowly wake up. I think the pitching is gonna gonna steady out. Um, I coming into yesterday, uh, we were actually tied in in the division. I'm not sure if the if the Brewers won. I'm, I'm gonna look right now, Jake. While you, the, I I know for a fact the Cubs are now down half a game to the Brewers after losing to the White Sox today. Son of a gun! You mean yesterday? Yeah. You mean yesterday? Yesterday, sorry, this we're in the living in the podcasting. Yes, pro podcasting. <laughs> Shit. Pro podcasting. I'll, I'll, I'll cut that in post. Yeah, good. Um, so yeah, the Cubs are looking good. The Sox are looking bad, but the Sox want are trying to look bad. So it's a good feeling. And the only games I wanted them to win for the rest of the year are the games versus the Cubs, and so far they're doing great. Well, Jake, um, we haven't we haven't recorded since um the since the Sox traded Frazier and Robertson. Yes, yes, uh, that was actually, I forgot that we hadn't discussed that on here. That was a while ago. Our fans um, have been waiting on the edge of their seat to hear what you have <laughs> to say about it. Um, I'm happy about it. We gave up Robertson, but the real big piece really was giving up Canely, the the other um, reliever that we threw in the deal, because he has control, he's young, and he doesn't cost a lot of money. The Yankees are paying all of Todd Frazier and David Robertson's contracts, which is really big for the White Sox because we had to pay a $52 million to Luis Robert this year. So they weren't, they weren't really feeling like spending a bunch of money to lose 100 games. So they getting rid of Robertson and Frazier's contract was big. And we get another top 30 prospect in Blake Rutherford, who's a 19-year-old outfielder. So that's really exciting. More super young talent, A-ball talent. So that gives the Sox, what, 11 top 100 prospects, right? Uh, Yes, and 10 in the top 70. (laughs) For those of you counting at home, that ain't too bad. That is a lot. And the guy we got from the Cubs, Eloy Jimenez, ever since coming over, is absolutely on fire, hitting two home runs in the few games he's been here already. He batting 452 and like a 1300 OPS in 36 plate appearances. Yeah, he's, he'll probably be moved to Double A soon. He's the real he could deal. be in the majors. Oh yeah, he could be in the majors as soon as next year, and near the end of next year or the beginning of the season after that. So that's exciting for the White Sox. I think if the Cubs do not win a World Series with Quintana then the Sox will forever say that they won that deal. Well, depend. yeah, if, I mean, I don't, it, it's not about winning and losing. If Eloy ever becomes a, even like a starter quality once in a while becomes an all-star, then we won the trade because we, like having Quintana be an all-star for us right now w- won't help us nearly as much as having Eloy be an all-star for us in three, four, five years from now because there's six, no seven, use. eight, nine, or ten years? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So okay, okay. there's that would be even better, you know. But we can, by the time we're gonna, the White Sox are going to be good. Quintana's contract's going to be up. So 
But we didn't even discuss the most exciting part of that Robertson Frazier Canely deal. Is they brought up they brought up the young stud Yoan Mankata. Who and, who uh, for those of you who don't know, Mankata was the number one overall prospect in baseball. Yes, he came over in the Chris Sale deal with the Red Sox. And um, he is a switch hitting second baseman. And man, does he have a sweet swing, I'll tell you that much. Son of a gun, man, gee whiz, what a sweet swing. I'm pretty sure he's, I want to say, two for his last, two for his first 18, I want to say, on the season. Is he he the biggest bust in White Sox history? See, yeah, I would say that that's a no-doubter, you know. After, I think we should just call it, you know, call it quits on this whole rebuild process and start buying old talent. Let's go get Jose Batista. Let's go. Find, what's Adam Dunn doing? You know? <laughs> I'm sure he's. I'm sure he'd come in and have the exact same numbers. To be honest, we need. With you. We need to come in. We need to come back and just sign a bunch of old guys so we can try to salvage seventy wins on the year. Perfect. <laughs> Are you guys the worst team in baseball right now? No, I believe we're uh, fighting with the Phillies and the Giants. Um, the Phillies are going to be tough to catch because they're pretty terrible. That is the but, race that we all cannot wait to see what happens. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, that's the one I'm watching over anything for the White Sox. The standings is how, hoping the Phillies win, hoping the Giants win. It's a, it's a fun season for the White Sox. I'm having fun just listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can see the look on his face, folks. It's literally... This is a man who is having fun. It's it's literally the most fun I've had uh, since my youth, to be honest with you. I do. Yeah. Like, there's there's three things I don't lie about. Um, two of them are my youth. So, just just to give you a little context. Oh, you know, a little insight into who we are as podcasters. <laughs> um, all right, We're gonna roll with the punches on we on sure this are. podcast. We sure are. Um, so that's that's basically uh, the biggest Cub Sox news. Other baseball news, uh, Clayton Kershaw is out for four to six weeks with a back issue. That's really going to help the yeah, Cubs. That sucks. Um, yeah, that sucks, though. You hate seeing – that's like when Mike Trout gets hurt. You, you just don't want the best I, in the baseball. I hate hurt. seeing it, but they were hot, 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 hot. They're almost as hot as our takes, um, the Dodgers. <laughs> almost. So they, wish, I, they wish they were that I really hot. don't but mind I mean, seeing like them the cool off. Yeah, but what if they start heating? You you know, who cares if they're hot now? It's who's hot I near do. the playoffs. I care. <laughs> That's a good point. Thank you. That was a great point on my part. As usual, you heard it first. Sorry. What were you saying? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely nothing. But yeah, you got any other baseball news around the league? Um, No, I do not. There's there there are some small trades here and there, but I saw a rumor. I heard a rumor today from Tim Kirkjian of ESPN. Um, I love me some Tim Kirkjian. And he said that um, the St. Louis Cardinals are kicking the tires at a Giancarlo Stanton deal. That would See. fucking suck. <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would, oh, my God. I would that be would be so amazing. pissed if the St. Louis Cardinals got – it would, because they have, like, all the pros, – they have, like, the position prospects that the um, Marlins are asking for. I don't know. I didn't really listen too much because I'm not going to believe it until I see it. I'd be so f- fucking mad. Yeah, Giancarlo's having a career of the year this year. That's crazy. I mean, I, I've seen him rumored in trade talks, and that that is a massive, massive, massive contract he signed. Yeah, but, I mean. And 
for a ton of years. They they signed him to be the face of their franchise for like ten years. I gotta I'm I'm looking up the uh, the contract details right now. I want to say it was ten years, three twenty five. Uh, thirteen years, three twenty five. Fuck. And he's making fourteen and a half this year, but then over. Let me just start reading the years. At age twenty eight. On he makes twenty five million, twenty six, twenty six, twenty nine, twenty nine, thirty two, thirty two, twenty nine, twenty five, twenty five, and then he's an unrestricted free agent at the age of thirty nine <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah, well, he's what you call rich. <laughs> he's yeah, he's a wealthy, wealthy man living in Miami. I'm sure he doesn't want to really leave because people love you and me both. Love living in. <laughs> We love Miami. 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 Um, Welcome so that's it for Miami. baseball. Yes. You want to was... jump into a little NBA talk? I'm going to jump in head first. I just love oh, NBA oh. talk. <laughs> How exciting. NBA offseason talk. Actually, this has been probably the most like exciting, like dramatic off- NBA offseason in a long time. I mean, like... With- for how boring the NBA season was, I actually oh, would, yeah. I would rather talk offseason than... Seriously, this offseason has been way better with Jimmy Butler moving, Paul George moving, Chris Paul moving, and now Dwight Kyrie Irving. Dwight... Nobody cares about Dwight Howard anymore. <clears throat> All right. And now we got Kyrie Irving uh, supposedly wants out of Cleveland. What? what? I'm sure you haven't heard this news until just now. But yes, Kyrie Irving supposedly requests a trade out of Cleveland. What do you think about that? Um, I think it's awesome because I, as as you know, as our loyal fans of this podcast know, I hate LeBron. <laughs> and, yes. Um, I I I mean, obviously, un- unless the Warriors get broken up, nothing ever matters ever in this world. But just the fact that <laughs> uh, I don't know. that that LeBron can't have a top tier player. Um, next to him anymore makes me so happy. Yeah, I mean, the timing of it really screws LeBron because he could have easily been using the deal to get Jimmy Butler to get Paul George. But no, he waits until now to say it when there's really, there's no one else on the trading block. There's still Carmelo's out there. There's a lot of uh, rumors flying around. Apparently, you have listed, and I remember seeing this, his list of teams that he was requesting Um were San Antonio, New York, Minnesota, Miami. But the funny thing about that list is nobody cares what he thinks. Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland does not have to give and probably does not give a flying rat's ass about where he wants to go. Yeah, he, they does, will... he does not have a uh, no-trade clause, so he's going to wherever the best deal is. Exactly. So if, if he, you know, he could be traded to Utah, you know, just to spite him. I mean, I th- I think he can see the writing on the wall, and he sees that LeBron uh, does not want to stay in Cleveland anymore, which would which would be great because then all those Cleveland fans are going to go back to hating LeBron, and the hate LeBron club is, is going to get bigger and bigger. So I think I don't Kyrie know that wants out the of Cleveland Dodge. fans. Well, I don't know that Cleveland fans would totally turn on him again. I think not, th- this not time like the around. Not the first time, but I think I would I would get some more people um, joining the club, which oh, I definitely. have open arms with. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll definitely be a big old circle jerk into LeBron hating did once you, he leaves again. Did you see the rumor that Kyrie's first choice was Chicago until they traded Jimmy Butler? Yes, but that's uh, that's funny 
but how are the Bulls possibly going to trade for him without using Jimmy Butler? They had no other talent. I oh, here, here, yeah, here's Dwayne Wade, Rajon Rondo, and the bad Lopez brother. Rob. <laughs> Robbie, Robbie <laughs> like, Longhair. What, the Bulls had absolutely nothing to trade, you know? Yeah, I know. I, the, the only ones, the, like, the only place that I can actually see him going that's, like, a reasonable trade in my eyes is Boston. See, I, yeah, I don't, what is the trade from Boston? Because the only place, the only, there's only two places I can see that have enough that would even make, if I was Cleveland, that would make me even think about making the deal. And those places are Phoenix, the Suns, and the Milwaukee Bucks. And well, I know I'm, that, well, you know, that gonna sounds go, like a home. I'm going to go with my Boston trade that I saw today first. Yeah, um, what is it, it? It was Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, and then the better pick of the Brooklyn pick or the Sixers slash um, Lakers pick, which, because, high, like, Hypothetically, the Celtics could have the one and and the two pick next year. But this, yes. But this trade would give the the Cavs the higher pick of the two, and then Thomas and Crowder. That seems like a really steep price. Isaiah Thomas is. I don't know why would they trade Isaiah Thomas for Kyrie Irving. It seems like a a small step up, if any, if a step up. Because you know, Thomas's defense is horrible. And he is going to be a free. He's small. He's going to be a free agent after this next season, so yeah. they would have Kyrie under contract for a few more years, have better defense, have um pretty like pretty much the same scoring capability, but just a more overall like well-rounded basketball player. Yeah, but that sucks for your LeBron hate because they're a better team <laughs> if they make that deal, in my opinion, especially with the future. I don't know that that that's even a deal that's uh, the. The deals that I see that work for most teams are three-way trades where Cleveland ends up with Carmelo from the Knicks, and the Knicks, and it's a three-way complicated thing. But the two teams with uh, the Phoenix Suns have Eric Bledsoe and a bunch of young talent to offer. So that's the big star piece is Eric Bledsoe and then other pieces. And then the Milwaukee Bucks are supposedly offering Jabari Parker with the pieces of Chris Middleton and Malcolm Brogdon being thrown around in, in a lot of trade talks. And if, you know, if if the Bucks, it doesn't sound that enticing, but who are we bidding against? You know, yes, that Celtics trade is better, but I don't know that the Celtics do that trade. Because then what do you have? You have Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, two guys who have never played together or in Boston. <laughs> they're both just brand new and they're building off of that with and they already got rid of Avery Bradley and like all their the heart and soul of their team so that would just be building from scratch uh, I mean it's not too like it's not too much from scratch because um you're you're losing Thomas who only had the, the one big breakout year but um losing Crowder and Thomas to and um a future pick to get Kyrie in my opinion is a no-brainer for the Celtics because I think Kyrie is by far the best point guard in basketball. I think, I mean, yeah, he's really, you know, he does think the earth is flat, though. Does that, what is, does that change your opinion at all on him? Um, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> it does not. It sure doesn't. Thanks for asking. Um, but Isaiah Thomas has been, has been good for a while now. I think at least two years. Yeah, but I think he's, he's a two-time All-Star. I, he's like 27 years old. I still don't think he's he's close to Kyrie's level. 
No, but um, then what is Boston building? All they have left then on their entire roster are like their two last two high draft picks with um, what were their name? Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who both play like the same exact position. So I, they're just, you know, they're just really lanky wingmen, kind of like Gordon Hayward. So they'd have four or three lanky wingmen: Al Horford and Kyrie Irving. That ain't bad. That no, but that's, but then no bench and they have to, I don't know. I I just, that would be crazy. That would really be a blockbuster move. You know, I guess, I guess we will find out. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. Derek Rose signed today for one year, 2.1 million with the Cavs to pretty much replace Kyrie. Phew. So not, a, not with the bucks. That's all. Honestly, I for $2 million. I wouldn't mind Derek Rose going to the bucks. Oh, he wasn't coming here for $2 million. <laughs> he, he was asking, we were like, we offered him some amount of money, and he was like, I like that deal, but I'm going to go see what else I can get. And then Cleveland's like, hey, you want to come try to win a championship? Maybe we trade Kyrie for a star, you know? Well, <laughs> and he worst, just well, worst of luck to him then. How about that? Yeah. You hear that, Derek? Worst of luck. Actually, you stay healthy because I feel bad for the guy. I'm fine. He's okay. <laughs> yeah, shake it off. Fuck He's got lots caps. and lots of money. He's going to walk <laughs> at, his, at his kid's graduation, so... Yeah, he's got to no walk into meetings. Is that is that later. what he said? I th- yeah, I th- meetings. I thought he said he he didn't want to play on his knee because he 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 wanted to walk at his kid's graduation. He may have said that, but I know for a fact that he said, "I want to be able to walk into meetings when I'm older." What a piece of shit. Meeting. <laughs> that was when Thibodeau was playing him too many minutes and stuff, and like he was like coming off of injuries. Ugh. Well, what in, what a drama that was the whole in, Derrick Rose. In in other basketball news, Shaquille O'Neal has yet to accept my one-on-one challenge or free throw challenge. Um, Did you tweet him? Nope. Just just set it on this podcast. I'll I'll tune I'll tune tomorrow. Oh, yeah, but he listens to this podcast, so it should be fine. Yeah, Shaquille, I know you're listening. Eat my ass. <laughs> That's going to get him real riled I, up. I bet he's so pissed off right now. I bet he's like stretching to like like go for a jog to get ready for a game. Uh, did you see? Did you see that Conor McGregor versus uh, Draymond Green argument? That was so funny. I it, thought it was hilarious because I hate Draymond Green. I think he's fucking an idiot. Yeah. But um, I thought it was funny that uh, you know he's like, take that shit off. He's like, that's C.J. Watson, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who you are. That's that's so embarrassing for Draymond Green. Like. Take that my fucking jersey off. Yeah. It's not your jersey, dude. <laughs> for, those, for those of you who do not know uh, what we're oh, talking yeah. about, uh, Conor McGregor posted on Instagram in an old school Warriors uh, 23 jersey. So then Draymond, so then Draymond Green um, uh, posted to Instagram and said, hey, man, what are you doing with my jersey? Take off my jersey or, or, or something like that, right? So and then, those, like, take that shit off. Yeah. yeah. So then Conor McGregor said, <laughs> he was like, First off, I don't even know who the hell you are, and that's a, a C.J. Watson jersey, mate. Um, and then uh, it was like, if, if you keep working hard and like and like doing your best out there on the court, maybe I'll know who you are someday or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, the reason he was wearing a, a C.J. Watson jersey is because uh, Floyd Mayweather's wife, who was the mother of his children, slept with <laughs> C.J. Watson when she was still with Floyd Mayweather. So. It's it's a great jab at Floyd. It's a fuck you to Draymond. Um, I'm Team Connor. All day. Yeah, uh, Connor McGregor is 
the is the goat shit talker. He's he's on a different level I think, uh, as everyone else. I think his accent makes him that much better too. <laughs> it really does, but he's also he's quick witted and it's so convenient. So yeah, so uh, that 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 was beautiful. That's the biggest NBA news I all off season for yeah. me. <laughs> was just, was just, uh, Raymond Green getting put in, uh, into a body bag. So um, yeah, so the this week's eat shit goes to Shaq and Draymond Green. Yeah, both of them can eat shit. Oh. Nah, nah, nah. Wow. That's our drop. That's Shots our drop for freaking fired. <laughs> well, that is um, a little recap of the biggest sports news. Um, you, you got anything else, Jake, or is it time for everyone everyone's favorite uh, segment of the year? I think it's time for our number one and only segment, <laughs> Colson. <laughs> well, it. That means it's time for the award-winning, critically acclaimed, uh, live from the A15 podcast, MySpace Top 8. Uh, today's Top 8 is Top 8 um, Childhood Crushes. Yes. To, to qualify for this, for this award, a person had to um, be one of our crushes when we were a child. Yes. That is, thank you for explaining that for our... Fans. <laughs> yes, any, anything for our fans. I live and breathe for all, all one hundred thousand of them. So, Jake, you can start off. Oh, so I start off at number eight. Uh, number eight. I don't want to jump in too fast into the water here. I'm going to go with Jackie from that '70s show, aka Mila Kunis. Ooh, not bad, not bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was also very young when she started that show. I don't I think, know if you remember hearing those rumors. She had to lie about her age. I think she was like 14. She was, she was 14, but it's okay. I was also a child, so it wasn't pedophilia ha. at all. Ha, take that. But, um, yeah, she she was definitely the hottest girl on that show, and I love that Chevy show growing up. All right, so um, my first addition to our MySpace Top 8 of Childhood Crushes is Hilary Duff. Um, oh, she was a great actress, <laughs> great singer. Um, Some would call her a triple threat. She, yeah, she, she was, she was all three of them. <laughs> the all three you list. All three of those threats. <laughs> <laughs> that we, they, yeah, you she, definitely named three. <laughs> and anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, I actually had an older sister, so I blamed watching that show on her. Blamed watching uh, Lizzie McGuire on my older sister. But yes, then yeah. I would actually just watch it on my own and then just be like, oh, this is crazy. Like, I was just doing homework, and then uh, Jordan came in here and, and uh, turned on um, Lizzie McGuire. This sucks. But and I, then I, took I, the batteries out of the remote. I can't even change it. <laughs> and, like, I'm, I can't, like, I'm not getting up to change it. Like, like I guess whatever. I'll, I'll sit here and watch Gordo and uh, Miranda <laughs> and Ethan Kraft. And, like, I, I just, like, list all the characters. <laughs> but yeah. I don't I don't want to watch it, but I, I guess oh, I have to. she's making me, you know, sisters, <laughs> what have you. Oh, man. Chicks, am I right? Even even if it's sisters, chicks. <laughs> chicks. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go with number six. Because <laughs> with speaking of chicks, I'm going to go with Jennifer Aniston from Friends. Ooh. Or Rachel. Okay. okay. Rachel Green, we could go with. And um, I think that should be probably number one. I might have pulled the gun a little early on that one. I didn't want you to take her because... She's probably my favorite. She's actually not <laughs> on my list. Wow. 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 I reached. Some could say I reached. No. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how she wasn't on your list. You were a big Friends fan. and Huge Friends she, fan. 
And that was at the peak of Jennifer Aniston, and she has only declined slightly over the next last 20 years. No, um, pretty much all of mine are all Disney people. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Fuck. Okay. Um, so my my next edition, which is what, number six, five, six, five? Uh, five. You know what? Who cares about the number? It's number five. Um, we're going to go to Panga Lawrence from Ooh, Boy Meets World. She was freaking hot as frick. <laughs> frick, dude. So freaking hot. Her, oh, I was so jealous of Corey. God, <laughs> Topanga. So she, she had a little, a, a little girl next door. She also had the the really weird side from the early episodes. Um, you know, just true love at its finest. And that's what all of these were. They were really true love. All of these crushes we had. And with number four, I'm going to Zoe 101 <laughs> and Jamie Lynn Spears. Oh, I was, I thought, and not I, I, Victoria I thought you were going to say Chase. <laughs> I was, I, Chase was just so relatable to every, like, boy in America. Does yes. not get in the girl until ten years later when they did that weird reunion thing. They, but where he, Jamie... <laughs> he hasn't even got her yet. Like, it was a, it was a to-be-continued thing. Oh. Those bastards. I, I haven't gotten a wink of sleep since, but... Yeah. <laughs> Man, it, it, for those of you who don't know, they left it off on a time capsule, like, cliffhanger, where she she put how she felt about them in a time capsule that he would fi- read ten years later. Or watch, because it was, it was a video. What a passive-aggressive bullshit way. Like, <laughs> it, it can't... Who would do that? Like, you, I actually Jake, lo- I Jake, love you and I want to be with you, but you, I don't want to tell you for 10 years. If you don't like love, you can just say it. Like, I, like, I, won't, I won't personally make fun of you, but you're coming off like kind of an asshole right now because Zoe knew <laughs> romance and she ran PCA and she can do whatever the hell she wants. Oh, I, I was in love with her. And, uh, you know, I just really I'm just projecting because no way she likes Chase over me. <laughs> or who's who's like the quote unquote hot guy who who uh, never wore sleeves? Logan. Logan never wore sleeves, and he didn't even have that much muscle. The dude just wore no, like puka shells. Like, was, that dude he sucked. Was so skinny. That dude sucked. He really was. Okay, so yeah, I'm I'm actually really glad Zoe loved Chase and not um, bitch ass Logan. Yeah, I'm a, I'm on the uh, Zoe 101 casting crew. And that uh, skinny guy's name was Matthew Underwood, and his first picture <laughs> looked like a mugshot. <laughs> what a so. piece of shit! Uh, I hope I hope Chase is like a millionaire now. Like he he like co-invented Apple or something. I just I just I just want the best for him. Sean Flynn, he's got a mustache. He's doing uh, not a whole lot. <laughs> Does he have an Oscar yet or an Emmy? And it doesn't. Uh, no, I'm just gonna go ahead and shocking. say no. That's shocking. Well. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, Zoe, welcome to the MySpace top eight. My next one, which is what number four? Number four, three. right? Three. Yeah. Okay, number three. Um, I'm going Kim Possible. <laughs> <laughs> We're going animated, she folks. She was so hot. She was so hot. She was athletic. And she always had really perfect hair, and she ended up she ended up with Ron, which gave me hope for love. And oh yeah, I'll, that's a that seems to be a, a theme throughout all of our childhood <laughs> yeah. crushes. They ended up with the nerdier guy. Yeah. Um. Actually, my next person is literally the spokesperson for 
getting with, with the nerdy guy. But right now, I'm on Kim. Um, I was kind of debating putting Bonnie in there from, from Kim Possible, too. She was kind of hot. But Kim was just, like, she was cool to hang out with, and she didn't she didn't care that her best friend slash lover was a disgusting eater or a loser who had a muffin top. No, Kim always always wore the the short the short shirt had some uh, midriff, and um, oh my god. <laughs> okay, well, for those of you that don't know, we just <laughs> a little a little peek behind the curtain. Jake just sent me a very risque video of Kim Possible. <laughs> yes, uh, it's very easy to find. You could say you sent that. People, you said that very quick. That was a very quick. Well, people send. on the internet love uh, Kim Possible. She's apparently, hot as shit. Um, yeah, so, so you're not alone in that. Um, so yeah, so, that. so Kim, yeah. Uh, you 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 were the first belly button I ever saw on a girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to you, girl. Number number three. Well, besides coming out of your mother's belly button, right? That's how. It... Well, the stork didn't bring um, it to my mom. You idiot. I'm an idiot. All right, <laughs> I'm so stupid. Um, my next one is I'm gonna go with. Let's go with. I have two for this one because we. I'm, I like I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. That, I'm so nervous that you're gonna take mine. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Susie Crabgrass and Moe's, oh. both of them. Moe's? No fucking way, Moe's. Oh, I was in love with Moe's. Oh I mean, Susie was a bitch, though. You Susie know? was she not was a bitch. Hot. Susie was really cool towards the end. Towards the end. In the beginning, she was a big old bitch, but then once they got, finally broke down the wall between her and Moe's. But Moe's was so cool and athletic, and she was hot back in the day, man. She was not. Okay, get the fuck out. For, for those of you that don't know, this was Nesdick Classified School Survival Guide. Oh, who did you want Ned to end up with? Susie. Why? Susie's hot and cool as shit. She, in the end, she was cool, but then she like moved or something. She was not reliable. Moe's was there for him from the beginning. The best, of, the best ability is availability, and <laughs> Susie did not pass that test. No, Susie failed. She was probably like only in like 30% of the episodes oh, at best. Susie was hot as shit. For, for those of you who don't know who Susie Crabgrass is, if you are a fan of The Walking Dead, she's, she's Rosalita. From from The Walking Dead, and she is a fox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll give you. I'll give you Susie. Moe's can kick rocks. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so <laughs> I I get the privilege for number one, and this is, I think this is an easy call. I'm kind of surprised she wasn't on your list. Wendy Peppercorn. Oh yeah, that that's a classic. It, it is the most well deserved number one I've ever done in my life, and Wendy Peppercorn. Is the reason I went through puberty twice. Um, she is just Wendy Peppercorn is from The Sandlot, the f- uh, full-length feature film. <laughs> We've got some more. <laughs> As I'm saying this, Jake is sending me some more <laughs> Kim Possible cartoons. Okay, yeah. so but focus, Jake. We got Wendy Peppercorn. Yes. Um, lifeguard. I'm focus. What's wrong with you? Lifeguard at the local pool in in the Sandlot. She ends up with squints. Who's the biggest nerd maybe of all time? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's if it's because they're trying to make her seem so much older, but I assume she's like fifteen and Squints is like twelve and they get married. Um but she's <laughs> just she's a ten and she's the curviest like fifteen year old you will probably ever see. And um I love you. I love you, Wendy. 
Yes, big fan of the show. Uh, her name is Marley Shelton. I just looked her up. That's one of the hottest names I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> she was in Scream 4. <laughs> <laughs> the award-winning Scream 4. Yes. Um, none of these other movies ring a bell. Oh, Sin City. All right. Well, and a movie called Sugar and Spice. Sugar and Spice. I love Sugar and Spice. Really? No, I've never seen it. But it had cheerleaders is... on the front, so I thought you may have actually seen it. What does that mean? I, I respect cheerleaders. That's, it's, I know. It's you've, a seen, sport. you've seen Jake, it's a sport. way more cheerleading movies than I have. I have. I've also seen way more cheerleading competitions than you have. Um, I've been to one. I've been and to it was three. Fucking awful. <laughs> I've been to three, and I loved every second of it. Anyway, that is the end of our MySpace Top 8 of Childhood Crushes. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I'm really sweaty to just think about all these hot chicks. Hot, hot chicks we just listed with our hot, hot takes of hot chicks. I wanna, hot takes, hot chicks. I want to I wanna give a shout-out. I had five on my list. This is an, an honorable mention. Misty mm-hmm. from Pokemon. Oh, yeah. There's been, yeah, who was the second girl in Pokemon? May? Yeah. She was her looking, too. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my honorable mention is going to be Princess Leia slash Carrie Fisher okay. back in the day. R.I.P. R.I.P. Nice. Thanks, man. <laughs> Freaking nice. Well, that's all the segments we have for today. Uh, yeah. Um, have you seen any movies? Jake, lately? I've seen two movies. Oh, Man, folks, first, strap in. First movie, opinion now. Um, Split, great, oh, yes, great movie. James McAvoy. I've never seen anybody more snubbed for an Oscar nomination than James McAvoy in Split. It is awesome. I mean, we know nothing about acting, but I totally. I know so, and- Jake. I was the lead in my sixth grade play, Beep Up with Aesop. You, you're looking, oh. you are looking at Aesop right here. Wow, I was a, definitely a minor role in my eighth grade play. I was in American Idol. I played Todd Cool, and <laughs> like five lines, and I was terrible. I was so nervous. <laughs> yeah, I was the lead in sixth so, or, or fourth grade. Honestly, it might have even been like third grade. I really I blacked out, but well, I was I was young, show, and it was like the know whole acting. Yes, I know acting, and James McAvoy so good. He plays. A guy with 23 different personalities, and... They show about, like, seven or eight of yeah, them, but, man, he is so good. good as shit, so... Um, so, yeah, so it's a great movie. M- movie number two was a very oh. similar style movie, Why Him? Mm, what's <laughs> that? That's the one with Brian Cranston, who is the dad, and oh, his daughter yeah. is dating James Franco. It is yes. so... Funny, one of the funnier movies I've seen in in a very long time, and I'm not just saying that. Like my Hotel Transylvania two uh, <laughs> review, which is a solid movie, but why him is so funny, and I'm pretty sure it was written by Jonah Hill and James Franco. Oh yeah, I love James Franco's sense of humor. It's well, great. Like, yeah, it was it was his sense of humor, and then like Jonah Hill's sense of humor, and it was very similar to like a like a 21 and 22 Jump Street with like a quick. Like bang, 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 bang with jokes, and you're just sitting there like laughing way too hard. And oh, I love that. Jesus, man, it's so funny. Such. A I'll have to movie. check that out for sure. That sounds like something I love. But uh, the only other people I might like more for how they write a comedy movie than um, than James Franco slash Jonah Hill and, and the gang is Andy Samberg in Lonely Island. And I saw 
pop star. Never stop, never stop, stop, or never stop, never stopping is what it's called. And oh my God, if you're a fan of Hot Rod and The Lonely Island, all their songs they have, you're going to love this movie. Like it had the, you know how you said the 21 Jump Street and Why Him with the quick humor? Yeah. This has got the humor where the entire thing is sarcastic but they play it off so serious. It's like the greatest, every single word that comes out of everybody's mouth is hilarious to me. And some of the hardest scenes I've ever laughed and some of the best like songs, like comedy songs, Lonely Island has like five good songs in this movie that they just write. So funny. Oh my God. It's an instant classic for me. (laughs) If you love Hot Rod, you'll love this movie. I adore Hot Rod and I've been wanting to see uh, what's it called? Popstar, right? Yeah, Popstar. I've, I've been wanting to see that for quite some time, so I will definitely put that on my list. Popstar. I'm writing it down on my list right now. <laughs> All right. Wow. Is that, is I'm it, glad you got that list. Is it P-O-P-P or is it just one P? Just one P. Thanks. Thanks, Jake. I don't know what I'd do without you. It's Yeah, and it's also got, a, um, it's got at least one of the guys from Hot Rod in it. Um, a Bill Hader, he's in it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sweet. The guy, the guy was like, uh, don't even ask, just bring it in Hot Rod. My name is Dave, and I am the stuntman. <laughs> uh, uh, who am I going to build ramps for now? No, that oh. wasn't him. That was uh, Danny McBride. No, that was, oh, you're right. I wish, is Danny McBride in it? They have, there's like a million um, celebrities Cameos. in this movie cameos like there's simon cowell weird al's in it ushers in it dj khaled's in it snoop dogg uh just sarah silverman's got a big role adam levine is in it oh my god there's a scene with adam levine it's so funny not too shabby adam levine is actually in why him too so the the theme this week is a for adam levine Our theme of the show is Adam Levine because he was a small part in two of the movies we entered at the end of the show. <laughs> ha 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 ha! Woo, what a show! What a show! Um, so that I think that concludes uh, episode nine. Jake, how do you how do you think it went today? Uh, I think it went pretty well. You know, Super it went smooth. Duper. <laughs> Super duper. Super freaking duper. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for listening to the whole thing, if you made it this far. Um, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Um, unless it's a bad review, then make sure you forget to review. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank our friends over at Murphy's Public Grill. We have an ad read coming soon. Um, it's going to be hot, 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 hot. Um, uh, go to uh, backupquarterback.org. Jake just wrote a bomb-ass article. I did. It's, it's blowing up, folks. It's, it is all over the it web. Is the People biggest are talking since about sliced it. bread. <laughs> yes, or putting frosting on Pop-Tarts. Those are the two things that are the last things that were this big until That's, this thing now. Until my article. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so again, that's backupquarterback.org. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Colton St. Vincent. Jake. You can follow me on Twitter at JakeLaRue1. I've been retweeting some stuff lately. He's mostly a, some cool White Sox stuff. He's such a cool retweeter, so. folks. You you gotta see it. 
Yeah, um, a lot of original thoughts there. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at backup underscore QB blog. Nope, that's wrong. I, I say it wrong every single time. <laughs> at Everyone was already typing it in their search bar, Cole. At backup QB underscore blog. Um, you can follow us or uh, like us on Facebook. Give us a like, you know? Like, yeah. Like, I have a kid on the way. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Don't, don't fool people. I fooled you. Well, I don't know if anybody actually listens all the way to the end. There's no way. <laughs> So no one's ever going to know. But if this if is our you test. listen to the end, if you listen to the end, comment something yeah, <laughs> anywhere. If you, you, if, you, if, you, if you have listened this far, tweet at us at either me or Jake's Twitter or at BackupQB underscore blog. And we will send you the videos of Kim Possible that Jake sent me yeah, to this podcast. Say, I was going to say, you should tweet us inappropriate pictures of Kim Possible. Yeah, yeah, we'll take it. Um <laughs> so yeah, so we have some uh, big, big guests coming up. It's gonna be Baller AF. Some some of the kids might say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh we're, we're so relevant. We're a fun podcast. We're fun. Uh, but thanks again for joining, and I cannot wait to record another podcast so you could listen to me and Jake talk and talk and talk. Yeah, you guys are so welcome for for doing this for everybody. Yes. Um. So thank you. And we'll catch you next time. Pe- peace. Bye. Bye. And see you next. And cut. Okay. Bye. I'll see you. Right. I'll see All you right, next we're time. Done. We're done now. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm your basic average girl, and I'm here to save the world. You can't stop me 'cause I'm Kim there is nothing I can't do when danger comes. Just know that I am on my way. It doesn't matter where or when there's trouble. If you just call my name, impossible. Call me Big Man if you wanna reach me. When you wanna reach me, it's okay. Whenever you need me, baby. Call me Big Man if you wanna reach me. Doesn't matter when I will be there for you till the very end Danger or trouble I'm there on the double You know that you always can call Kim Possible So what's the sitch? Call me, beep me if you wanna reach me